I'm Jackson. And I'm Lo. And you're listening to the Off the Chef Podcast. Okay, welcome everyone to this week's podcast episode. We are recording very late, so hopefully... I don't fall asleep. Yeah, well, we don't <laughs> pass out midway through recording this. Um, but this is um, a special episode. Uh, yes. It's the first part of a two-part series, I, you could some would say, um, where we're just going to talk about uh, missions and stuff. Particularly mine. And today we're going to talk about Lowe's <laughs> mission. So, um, and you missed it off air. Off air. Um, I wasn't the best journaler on my mission, and Jackson was literally just ridiculing me. About what a bad <laughs> journaler I am. I just like. I and feel he's like, like, oh, you only have one. I have three, <laughs> and they're all full. <laughs> I just feel like that's something you usually are good at. Would, would be good at. But you said no. you wrote good emails, and like you kind of use your emails. emails as your journal. So I think that's fair. Anyway, um, let's just get into highs and lows, um, because we just because I. Yeah, so we can spend more time on on you. Let's do it. Should we pause so you can open a, a Reese's peanut butter egg? <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> it's because I really wanted an East. No, oh not my heavens. Here we go. No, no, I just put a Reese's in the fridge that I really wanted to eat, but I decided I was going to wait for another time to eat it, which was never communicated. <laughs> And Jackson ate it. And now he's butthurt that apparently. I, I'm not butthurt. You're butthurt. <laughs> he's butthurt that I'm talking about it. So I'm opening up our new bag of eggs. And I can't freaking go. Can open it for you? Yes, please. But I just need, I have a little sweet tooth. Okay. But what are your highs and lows? Or should um, I start? You start. Okay. So my low, we'll start with a low, is that. Why are you starting with your low? Because like we'll end on a high note. But then I'm going. Okay, go. fine. No, okay, fine. So my high of the week. You can go. No, it's fine. We'll do high. Is we got to see Dervin Hansen again. Yes, that's right. It was like amazing that we got tickets very, very, very last minute. But honestly, I just love that show so much. And it's their last tour. So it was really special just to be able to like see it one more time. We saw it for the first time in New York, second time in Salt Lake. So the third time here in Salt Lake as well. Yeah, but I've seen it three times like the Yeah, we're spoiled. to Broadway, like obviously uh-huh. the version. But nothing will ever beat that experience in that theater in new york you're saying mm-hmm. but um but anyway it was just so fun and fun. i love the music love the story and do you feel like the uh was gonna is this the musical you've seen the most like on broadway i think i've seen wicked four times wow four times i think but it's been years like i saw it i think i've seen wicked i saw it twice. once with my family once with my mom and my sister in detroit mm-hmm. once in la and then i saw it when they came to salt lake oh okay so yeah, I've seen it four times, but it's, it was, I saw it so many times, like in a few years, like now I, you, you just, you literally just asked me yesterday, like if we were to go to New York, what musical would you want to see? I would want to look into like some of the newer ones and see, but I just feel like it's been at least 10 years since I saw Wicked and uh-huh. it would be really cool to see it again. You're craving to see it. Yeah. I'm missing it. Anyway, but my low is Beckham cut the back of his head this week. <laughs> Like he fell and <laughs> gashed his head into the baseboard or the slide or something. I don't know. I wasn't there, honestly. Yeah, baby. I just, yeah, I just got a text. And I mean, honestly, bless her heart. Like she oh, felt yeah, she so bad, but I'm like, no, literally, like this anything. is Beckham. 
like this is you're fine it would have happened if i was here i told her she's like now baptized into the family because yeah. she's officially <laughs> dealt with a serious beckham injury <laughs> but anyways it's just kind of funny and i'm like like i literally like i this i know this is going to make me sound like the most heartless mother because obviously i was concerned about his health and well-being well-being <laughs> excuse me but like i literally just started laughing when i read the text like i was like it's like I, of course of course and it's just comical anyway he's yeah. fine now yeah um, he, we thought he might need stitches or something which but it was, if we went in they probably would have given him one or something honestly yeah. but his dad we called jackson's dad who's an ear doctor and he's like just use his hair and tie it together which we couldn't do either but it was it's just like it was less than a centimeter and but it was just deep it wasn't really even deep it was just it was just but when by the time it was like he'd hit his head so it was swollen and it so looked like it was really wide, but by the time that it went down, it looked like it was as wide. It looked as bad, I guess. But yeah. Anyway. Anyway, and then just before we get to your highs and lows, because since we've now let you all know that I'm a terrible journaler, but now I'm a great podcaster, I have okay. to tell one story so I never forget it, or at least I can like listen back one day to this episode and remember it. Okay. So. Liam, so back, so something that Jackson's really good about, I try to be as well, but I'd say you're generally the best at like this phrase is when we, you're near like making the kids lunch or anything, you'll be like, oh. Hey boys, like we're, it's like mac and cheese or peanut butter and jelly, like whatever. And he'll be like, I want chicken nuggets. And then and you'll say, that's not an option. Like we're having this or this. It's what do you want? Really. I just like, here's your two options. Like, what do you I want? Say, I, I, this is, your, these are your options. And then Regardless, your, that's the phrase. It's yeah. like, that's not an option. Just trying to help give them the choice. But like, this is what we're working with. Well, Liam being this is funny and as cute as he is, but like funny. Is this it's, funny he's and picked cute? up I onto that. I think it's hilarious. I think it's so funny. I'm like sassy. Anyway, I, <laughs> he's picked up on that one line. So just like now, like whenever Jackson, it, it's always Jackson. It's rarely me. Now, whenever Jackson will like discipline him or be like, it happened like, one time. No, because he said the other day here at the counter too. Remember? I didn't, I didn't remember that. But. I was like laughing here at the table. Mm. Anyway, um, like tonight, I just laughed again even harder because I didn't realize that this was like still happening. Anyway, Jackson will like discipline him and be like, "Hey, like, don't like tease your brother." Or, like, I don't know whatever he's doing, and he'll be like, "That's not an option, Dad." <laughs> oh my gosh, he's such a punk. <laughs> <laughs> it just cracks me up that he's like no that's that's not an option it is funny it is funny even like he said the first time when we were in the car and i like is it's like kind of, it's obviously sounds rude and sassy and i don't want him to always say that but i couldn't do anything because i was trying to hold my laughter so much from it from his little sass pants like, liam like no you cannot have candy well that's not an option oh my heavens <laughs> to not have candy oh that kid Oh, he's so funny. Um, another thing that um, is, I just saw uh, pop my mind was uh, I don't feel like we've ever known. Here, here's, here's the thing. Oftentimes you'll see in like kids' room or like in their toy rooms that they have these like little mini bookshelves or little like things that you can put books that the kids can grab and read a book if they ever want to. And we've never done that because our children, Liam specifically, but Beckham just learned from Liam, would rip apart books like <laughs> like all the time and just like tear them up, like, destroy them. Destroy and so, them. And so we ultimately have put all the books like in their closet up on the top shelf so that they're not all destroyed. And But like Dean, 
is like taking a huge fascination with books and just like we'll sit there and let you read it to him Mm -hmm. and everything and even the boys too like we'll sit and read a book now i'm like wow is this what it's like to have children that aren't like crazy and like try to destroy (laughs) everything that comes their path or like figure out that was liam was just notorious for like figuring out how every little thing worked you'd open all the cabinets or open up a toy or like whatever and just wanting to get into everything like we just call him our little engineer because that's how he works and this is the same like applied to to books he just was like I don't know. I just wanted to rip them all apart. Anyway, so it just is, it's been fun. And now I'm wondering if we should build like a, yeah, a bookshelf or do something, make it more accessible for the kids so they can um, like find it. But anyway, yeah. that's just my own thought. Anyway, what are your highs and lows? So my lows are, um, are Liam's like peeing his pants a lot more recently. Oh. But it's like he knows. It's not like he's just having accidents. Like he's just like recently been. I don't been know. Yeah, what it is. I don't know if it's like a is a pee regression a thing. I don't know. If you know anything, like Liam was potty trained. How long ago was he potty trained? A year and a half ago. Year yeah, ago? and he's been like perfect. He's been pretty good. Like accidents here and there, but like it's just like but like rare. very rare. And then in the past week, he had an he peed his pants at school, um, which is the first time it had ever happened. And then since then, he just like, as he's had more, more, more accidents. And then today was the worst. He like peed his pants during the morning. And then he literally peed my pants, his pants in front of me. And it wasn't like he was even trying to like, tell me he wasn't even trying to go to the toilet. He wasn't like, he was barely dancing. Like he was just literally standing in front of you and just like staring at you in the eyes and just started peeing. So I've been pretty like, like, you know, with with potty training you want to be kind and like everything it's and not okay. make it like it's like we can get like let's not what we do and like you're trying but like you're not getting but like this today when he was just peed in front of me and like everything i got pretty mad at him and i think honestly maybe this makes me a bad parent but i just think it was needed at that point it's been a few times mm-hmm. and i don't know i'm assuming it happened at school which i don't want his teacher to like get after him crazy either well, but I just like, think they like obviously were very like kind and like it's okay. I don't like, think they want him to feel embarrassed at school if yeah. it happens. And so I think it's so school, then he came home and he's like, "It's, it's okay." okay if like I he pee told my me pants. that a couple of times. Yeah, like, like he peed his pants and he was like, like "It's, it's okay, okay, Dad." I'm like, "No, it's not okay, <laughs> bud." It's like, not like okay. no, it, like it's like we're not mad at you. You're not in trouble, but like, no, we don't pee our pants. But he's and like, it's not, "Yeah, it's okay." It's okay. And I'm like, "It's not okay." Yeah. And so then this third time that happened today. I was, I just kind of, I raised my voice. Maybe I got a little too frustrated, but I just think it wasn't getting through. And maybe, I don't know, come after me for whatever, but I just for currently don't have I any, reg- don't feel like I don't have any regrets with it. I didn't like do anything crazy. I just was like, I, I was kind of, Liam, this is not okay. Like you we're not doing this. Like you are yeah. a big kid. Like Beck, honestly, Beckham's better at it right yeah. now than he is. <laughs> yeah. And Beckham just was potty trained like a month or two ago. And so anyway, it's just, it's just been frustrating because he knows what he's doing. He's a smart kid. He knows how to go to the bathroom. He like knows all that stuff. And so it's just annoying that he's like just being lazy or like deliberately not obeying. And Lo is laughing at me, but like, I'm not trying to, I don't like, know. I know this is like your low, so it's very valid, but it's just like watching you like, like really fashion. Over I just want to know, I guess, does anyone like DM us or reach out to us if, like you guys have experienced that is that is this a normal thing i'm sure it is but like how do you work through it i don't know i need your advice um what's your high 
What is my high? <laughs> I wrote it down, I think. Um, oh, my high was uh, the, my t-shirt thing. So I think last podcast and people that follow me on Instagram have seen um, that we I've ordered a bunch of t-shirts from a bunch of 10 different companies and tried them all on. And I did that today. They finally all got here after one company um, took forever to get here. And um, so go check that out. But because it'll be posted by the time you guys are listening to this. But spoiler alert, uh, my favorite brand was built, um, specifically their Lux um, line, mm-hmm. um, which is a little surprising for me. I had bought in like Cuts shirts before, um, which I f- I've kind of thought they were the same. Cuts is a little more expensive though. Um, and they didn't fit well. And again, when I tried Cuts again, they didn't fit well. And so I thought Built was going to be the same. Um, but surprisingly, they fit really well. And I, and I really like them. Um, H&M was also surprisingly really good and a good affordable option. Anyway, mm-hmm. just I, I, if you're really interested in that, which I feel like a lot of people actually work because just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, I think. Yeah. And um, go check out my Instagram. I have a, like, a reel and then a highlight a bubble that I'll post with like everything, all the t-shirts and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, anything else before I do jump into lights, camera Jackson? No, that's it. Here, let's jump in. Okay. <laughs> and to this week's lights, camera Jackson. All right. So this has kind of been a crazy past two weeks when it comes to pop culture. There's been a lot of stuff. Really? Um, I've just been obsessed with the Angela Bassett thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, it's not even that funny. I don't know why I find it so addictive. Just, if you don't know what I'm talking about and just go treat no, yourself. No, just don't. Just be like, oh, funny, not worth my time. Yeah, it is your time. <laughs> go treat yourself and either YouTube or TikTok search or whatever. Um, like, uh, Ariana DeBose BAFTA awards or... <laughs> Uh, Angela Bassett did the thing. Okay, but pause. So I need to speak. You need to go into this with the lowest of expectations because Jackson literally was like, you need to watch this. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. And I like watched it and I was like, it's just funny how that's everyone literally like, what it is. I know people were like, like at first, were like this is so terrible because it was just a little performance during an award show. <sighs> and they, but then quickly people like switched the, like the script and were, and said, this is just camp and this is so funny <laughs> and like awesome. And like, I just, it's just, I don't know. It's just fun. And I just think, I love how it's, it became a huge thing for some yeah. reason. And I just, it's so funny. Um, anyway, but I didn't want to talk about that, but <laughs> it just comes up because it's always in my head. Um, <laughs> um, uh, one of the biggest things. Is Haley little, and Selena. Yes, yes. This has been the biggest drama and news over the past week or two and i kind of want to give here's the whole here's the story i guess so um basically selena had posted selena was on vacation like two or three weeks ago probably at this point and got like some paparazzi photos in a bikini and she's just looking good but like some people are like oh she like looks like fat and just being stupid internet trolls and ugly people um and whatever from these photos and so then there was a video that Haley Bieber posted um that was like uh with using a TikTok sound it was like 
I'm not saying that she deserved it, but God's timing is always right. If you guys are on like TikTok or Reels, you know that sound. But anyway, and they thought that she was referring to her, which I don't know why people thought that, but whatever. Um, they thought they were referring to Selena Gomez, like, oh, she deserved all this hate. Um, and then, then a couple days later, Selena Gomez was on her Instagram stories and her eyebrows were laminated, which like her eyebrows, like it's just whatever they were sticking straight up. And she just commented on like, Oh, they're kind of look crazy right now. Blah, 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 blah. And then that same day or the next day, no, the same day, oh, the same day. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. You're right. It was next. Day. I don't know. Haley Bieber and Kylie Jenner. One of them posted a picture of them, like really of just their eyebrows and like their eye really close to the camera. Um, and they, people then again thought, oh, you're making fun of Selena Gomez about this and like about her eyebrows and by like mocking her in this. And then this whole narrative. Well, cause then there was a caption like on it too. And it was like, oops, or like accident. Yeah. Or something like, like that. It wasn't just like their eyes. Like it was very deliberate. And so, and then on top of it, um, like Selena also was commenting on some, just some TikToks that she probably shouldn't have been of like. People not like just kind of like I stand like they weren't like being anti Haley, but they were kind of like just like, oh, standing up for Selena. They're just like just maybe not the best, like little nefarious of TikToks that she shouldn't have been responding on, like commenting on Selena. And it just kind of fed her fans. And ultimately, the whole like Internet has been like anti Haley Bieber and Kylie Jenner. Um, during all this and like pro Selena Gomez but like here's the thing I'm a huge Selena Gomez fan so I'm all here for oh yeah like go Selena I love this but it's gotten crazy out of hand and it's just like toxic fandoms that people just like and then they start looking into all these things that are just like that Hailey Bieber has copied Selena Gomez over the years and I don't know it's just this whole thing that people have gotten out of control and um, during then during all of this, Selena surpassed Kylie Jenner to be the most followed um, person on Instagram, and so then people said like Ki Kylie doesn't like that, and she buys her followers, and blah 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 blah, and just all this drama that it's just I don't know what do you what we've talked about this <coughs> you and I, but what is your thoughts now about the whole thing? Yeah, so I'm still somewhere in the middle, and. I, I don't really, I'm sure there's other stuff going on and it's weird PR for something, but I don't know. I just feel like I don't consider myself like a crazy fan of Taylor or of like Selena, like anyone, uh -huh. but like I, it's the same reason like we've like fought literally about this on the podcast about Taylor, where I think she's more calculated than people give her credit with stuff. Uh -huh. But I'm also not the one that's like three plus this plus like she's a like the star this many stars were in the sky tonight and like <laughs> yeah like I'm not that crazy either where I feel like you tend to downplay a lot of things so you're okay. like oh yeah like even just what you're talking about you're like and then and like it's not a big deal and everyone's freaking out and blah 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 where I'm like actually I think there's some serious stuff going on that like more than meets the eye and it is like wild and crazy. And yes, I think people are blowing it out of proportion, but I still personally believe a lot of it, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to sit here and be like, Haley's like 
stalk Justin into marrying him and like to take like take the extremes and like she's obsessed with like like but there are really weird things and it is like kind of weird and yeah. and I think there's some serious like realness to that but yeah I'm not gonna like I mean well where there's smoke there's fire right yeah and so I I agree with you in that since I think there's something like like whatever. can I speak to what that is no I don't know and but like yeah it's entertaining to watch but but then I'm not going to sit here and be like, but like people are just crazy and these are just toxic fans. Like I'm like, no, there's something. What that is, I don't know. I think but both can be true. Sure. And I think I think a lot of it is becoming very toxic and very anti. I agree. Anti- I agree. When that's just the world we live in. Haley Bieber. And I think like it's just out of control. And I think people are just, I don't know. I just think it's ridiculous. And I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. I think that. There's probably something there, and I don't know what it is, but I don't know. I just think that I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess it's just it's just an interesting story, and I also think that people are quick to jump on the hate train for Haley and Kylie Jenner because they're these millionaire, multi, almost some billionaire people that have honestly, from the outside looking in. They haven't had to work nearly as hard to get to where they're at because of they had a higher privilege starting out based on their family or this out of the other or like come from money and everything. And people hate that, especially on TikTok. I've talked about this before on this podcast, but people have a real issue with people with money um, on TikTok. And so I think that they instantly that's a huge strike against Haley Bieber, where Selena Gomez comes from like Houston, Texas and grew up in like a two bedroom home. And like, so people like that, like, like that initially wins her points. And I think that's feeds into some of it that people say that Haley Bieber and Kylie have these mean girl energy, like they're saying and stuff, but anyway. it's like they, they do a little bit though. Yeah. Yeah. They I don't, do. They, am I going to sit here and call them bullies and like freaking B words? No. Right. But like, yeah, like they kind of do have mean girl energy. Yeah. And so I like, it's sad that we live in this like crazy cancel culture world, but I'm not going to like sit here and be like, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. But like, I get it. Like, I, I agree with what you're saying where like things are t- being taken to such extremities on both sides, but I'm like, there's still something there and yeah. like weird stuff is happening. Yeah. Well, speaking of like, co- like they, they have millions of dollars. And they're like, they don't have a publicist that's like, well, that's the thing. I'm like, you guys, like, I'm like, like come on, what's going on? Here? Like Haley, like you need to be aware of what you're posting. Like, and with like Selena, it's just your life, unfortunately, with who you married yeah. and all this stuff. Like just, you got to be aware of it. Like, and you should have a publicist that's aware of things like that. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying she has to keep a close eye on Selena, but like <laughs> you have to like, I don't know. Just yeah. anyway. Um, but speaking of toxic um, fandoms, uh, have you heard all the story the the whole what happened with the No, it's Ashley, the Taylor Swift lookalike girl? No, this story is kind of crazy. So there's this girl on TikTok. Her Instagram or her TikTok handle is called No, it's Ashley. Okay. Um, because there's this TikTok that went viral like during the pandemic of her walking through New York. She was looked like Taylor Swift. She's wearing like Taylorist Taylorist clothes. 
and some fan came up to her. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, oh my gosh, Taylor. And like, she's like, no, it's Ashley. No, it's Ashley. It's not Taylor. It's a- like, no, it's Ashley. And so then that became her Instagram handle uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so that's just kind of how she, and she started to make a living off this of be looking like Taylor Swift. Yeah. But she like claims like that's not her prerogative. She just happens to do be look like Taylor Swift and happens to have the same style as Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and happens to have the same mannerisms. Like that, that she's not looks. That's not her goal at all to be Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. And um, which is total bullcrap. But um, she like ended up moving to Nashville and she ended up buying a cat that is the same breed as Taylor Swift's cat, which is a very unique breed. <laughs> she ended up like she holds her pen in a very unique way, like Taylor holds her pen. Like not like a normal way. Like she. Has How do you hold your pen? By the way, I've recently learned that I hold my pen very you, weird. You do hold your pen weird. I do know that. <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't know. I just hold it normal. <laughs> what is normal? Um, anyway, keep going. And like all these things, and so then she claimed that the Grammys or some company would reach out to her to come to the Grammys and come to oh, the red carpet. Oh, you told me this. I did. Didn't we talk about this on the podcast? No, I, I don't think so. I've been saved, saving this to talk to you. But then like she didn't have it in a contract or something weird. And so then it like got canceled and then I she's mad. Isn't she like suing them or something? No, she's not suing them. So maybe I, we talked about it. I don't think I talk, if I don't on the podcast, like I'm sorry. But I anyway, so. I feel like you told me about this. So she got inv- said she got invited to the Grammys and then people online were like bullcrap you didn't like get invited to the grammys like prove it kind of thing and she claimed to have like taken a flight on her own expense and everything to get out to la for the grammys and then when she got to la was told we don't have a spot for you we don't have a ticket for you okay yeah um you've definitely told me this okay but um and then so fans are like yeah exactly because you never had a ticket you this was all bullcrap from the beginning yeah or whatever and then and people are just like have gone after her. A lot of the Swifties have just attacked her like and like, like you're being crazy. like you're just you're crazy. And they're but like they're calling her you're crazy. You're gonna like be like the next like Selena, like the Selena that died in the nineties, like who the fa- you know oh yeah like who a, f- a crazy fan ended up killing Selena basically. Yeah, right. And so they're like you're gonna like kill. T- you're gonna this is like creepy fan behavior that's gonna like a psychopathic behavior like you're gonna like would kill taylor swift or something and like people are going crazy yeah okay and so then she's like starting change.org petitions to like be anti-bowling to her and like just all this stuff and to the point that she got into rolling stone like the magazine and they did an article about her and that's where the like then they did an article and like okay so like tell us about who you are and like what like why are you so popular and she's like i don't know. like they just got down to it and they were just kind of like why are we talking to you? Like, what are you know, like you're Taylor Swift? Like, look like, she's like, well, no, I'm, that's not who I am. And I just am, am who I am. And I happen to be like, but she's got, done like these talk shows and stuff. And it just is creepily, like, I'm just own it. Like you are obviously trying to be Taylor Swift and just like, like went off that image, I guess. And I don't know. It's just been, it's just been interesting to watch all these, like the Swifties again, be toxic and just kind of like go after this girl and be like, you are going to kill Taylor Swift and everything. And I don't know. I don't know. It's just an interesting story. And I don't yeah. know if you have any thoughts on it, but I feel like you're just confused. and don't know what to <laughs> no. think. My only thoughts are there's nothing wrong with building like a funny brand around. Exactly. Like being a funny lookalike. Yes. And so I think the only thing that's weird is that she's so adamant that it's not. 
Well, I think that's why people are also mad. They're like, just own it, girl. Like, it's fine. Yeah, like, like get that bag. Like, if you look like her, what a what a treat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like why are you like doing? Like, as long as you're not like this. like crossing over into like royalty type. Um, well, right. Like payment type stuff. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's what people think that then Taylor Nation, like Taylor's team put an end to her going to the Grammys. They thought some people think that she was in fact going to go to the Grammys, but then they heard that she, some company invited her and she was going to dress up and look like Taylor Swift at the Grammys because that's what she does. And they got a wind of it and like shut it down because they didn't want. Yeah. To, I wouldn't be surprised. Computer. I don't think she would just make that up. So, but, um, I also think she could have been taken advantage of some person. She's some like new influencer and they're just like, I was going to say, it like, sounds to me that she was like, I flew out there. And I'm like, with not like a confirmation not or a, like a something. Or anything. Yeah. Like I'm like, okay, so you are very bad at business. I would never put a penny towards anything yeah. if I didn't have like a contractual, like anyway, but so I think it's more weird that she's like, well, I'm just, I'm like, it's almost as if she's trying to transfer her brand to herself, but her, her brand is Taylor. So Anyway, it's just kind of interesting, other, but like weird. And also I'm like, I think it's weird is she's like a mom of two kids, which is just like, gives it more of a weird vibe. And for me. no, it's meaningless to me because at the no. end of the day, it's like, if she's making millions from her TikTok and she's a mom of two kids, but to keep up this persona of like a, just own it. No, I, just, I like, know I get that. It's me. weird that she's not, but like yeah. her being a mom of two kids, I'm like, if I could make millions of dollars, okay, she's probably not making millions, but, no. but what she's making money though. Yeah. Um, because I look like a celebrity, I would do it, and I have three boys. Yeah. So like. Yeah, I guess you get what you're saying. That's true. I, don't I just know. it's just a weird situation all around, and I'm like, I don't know. Do you think I have a celebrity look like? Mm, good question. Somebody told me one for you the other day, but now I can't remember. I'll have to really? go ask them. I wonder, I wonder who they uh-huh. said. I've been told Clive Owen once. Clive Owen. Mm-hmm. Like C L I V. Yeah. Um, my old roommate hot. said that's who I look like. I can't remember what he's on. Um, what? He's, he's older, but you need to find like a younger Clive Owen. I don't know. I don't think I look like him, but that's just what my roommate always said. You are far sexier than this person. But I'm going to look up a young picture. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> you don't think that looks like me? No. Anyway, um, do you think that looks like you? No, I think he has dark hair and I have dark hair and he has and dark, he has dark, he has dark eyebrows. Features he has dark, dark, thick eyebrows. Yeah. And I do too. So I think that's why I don't know. Anyway. Um, so that's just a crazy story of, again, just, I think people going crazy and of all both sides of it. Um, a couple more things. Uh, Kelsey Ballerini. Um, she got a divorce from her husband a few months ago and she has a new ep out well he released a song first that was kind of like saying like when did you fake start faking before their divorce was finalized Yeah, before their divorce was finalized which is she 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 so then she this past like two weeks ago released no it's on valentine's day she so it's been a while but on Valentine's Day, she released like a surprised EP, like six or five songs. And in true Taylor fashion, a full music video, like with yeah, all the, the music songs. video to every, to yeah. everything um, that just like talks about the divorce. And then she did one interview. She's like, I'm going to do one interview for this EP and call it done. Um, she went on Call Her Daddy podcast, which I ended up listening to the podcast because it was interesting. And it was interesting. 
um just to listen to that like side of it all and everything with with kelsey and she just talked about how when he she thought everything kind of ended very cordial and they just it just felt like they they quit they got divorced because things just kind of really fizzled out and they weren't he she he specifically wasn't making really any time for her and she was very respectful about the whole the whole time we're talking about him and stuff but um she did say when he released a song like their divorce wasn't even finalized they like or anything and he released a song and like she found out with she, the rest of the world and she found out with the rest of the world and she was like livid which like makes sense and she was really mad and now what's annoying though is that she released this ep and has gotten a lot more traction and a lot more she's just more popular than he is mm -hmm. and so she's gotten a lot more out of it like a lot more listens or whatever and so then he has now responded back and just like playing the victim card of like like she i don't know i can't remember what he said it's not even worth it but he's just like he's now complaining like i she's thought like, he sued her for defamation no too. he hasn't sued her i haven't at least i haven't seen that at least i just i just saw he's like like she's making up all these lies and like this is not what happened and like well, the best part is stuff. that she had a clap back to his song where he's yeah. like she's like were you blindsided for real or were you just blind yeah it's like mic drop yeah, her her album is so good and the music videos are good. But I would so go listen to that if you haven't already. But I'm just like, dude, you started this. You released the song first. So like chill. And then now And you're musicians. Yeah, you're like musicians. this is what, what you happens. guys do. But you know what? now it's come out that he's gonna have some like five part docuseries about his life and all this stuff. I'm like, Oh my gosh, dude. You're getting so mad that just acting like she's making money off this and you're milking for for everything it's worth because you're just like a nobody country star. Yeah. Anyway, not that I have. Yeah, tell, it, or tell us how you really feel. <laughs> um, and then last thing is um, Ed Sheeran is releasing an album. Did you see this? May 5th. May 5th. Um, it's called Subtract. So it's going to complete his little, all of his math. All of his albums have stuff. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to complete all what's, his what's math. It what's it going to do next? Like numbers? Is that will be his next? Numbers. Uh, numbers? Same. Like one, two. <laughs> My goodness. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, he just announced it and he said this is like the most vulnerable he's ever been on an album. He revealed that his wife had a tumor while she was pregnant. Um and that he just had, had gone through a lot of stuff like during this past year or so. And and that yeah, it's just this is a very raw and open album and so I'm excited to he to hear it um from him. But also Charlie Puth and Dan and Shay are releasing a song. Yeah, Lowe's very excited about that. I am I too. I just love Dan and Shay. Yeah, and Charlie Puth is, makes good music too. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. Did you see that Sabrina Carpenter and Shawn Mendes might be dating? No, good for them. Do you think? What do you, what do you think of that pairing? I kind of like it. I kind of like it too. Yeah, I and really like her. I like her too, and she's kind of having a moment right now. But And I think <laughs> she's always been linked with like the whole trio of Joshua Bassett and Olivia Rodrigo and her, like the love triangle. And so I think her dating... I think some people are claiming this might be a PR relationship, which I think it could very well be. But um, even if it is, I think it's smart of her because yeah. it's like unconnect her from that. And like she can yeah. like, with Shawn Mendes, who's a big star. Do, have you followed her ad lib stuff? No, I don't follow her. I just oh, know okay. she's like really popular. Okay, right never now. mind then. I'll, I'll save it for another day because okay. this is getting really long. But yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it's a reason why I love her so much. Okay. Yeah, I'm, you have to really, show me. Yeah. Anyway, 
I, I dig them too. I don't know if it's a PR relationship and maybe it's starting as PR and it'll become something, but who knows? Yeah, a classic Camilla and, and Sean. She, yeah, maybe that's all Sean does is PR relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm, what? <laughs> um, okay, well, that's it for Lights, Camera, Jackson. You're all caught up. All right, low my schmo. Um, Sister Meryl. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, so, uh, like I said, we are going to talk about our missions the next two episodes, but this one's going to be on Lowe's mission. Yes. Um, which, where did you serve? Birmingham, England. <laughs> Birmingham, England. Um, in what years? 2013 to 14? Uh, I think so. Um, let me look at my agenda. <laughs> do you want to talk a little bit like what just a mission? If those that maybe aren't members that are listening, like what it is, or do you want me to, or do you want to do it? Yeah. So we are members of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And as members, um, when you're, is it 18 now as a boy, 19 as a girl? I think so. Anyway, when that's the earliest you can go at least. Sure. But men and women have the opportunity to serve, uh, it's essentially a service mission and for a length of time where you really honestly just like any other type of humanitarian work or anything you really like commit or yourself church mission yeah work. you just like commit yourself to a cause and ours is to sharing the inviting others to come into christ mm-hmm. and to learn about really just learn about christ i mean i'd say our gospel our church but which because that is like a part of it obviously but ultimately just like going out and inviting others to come into christ that is our full mission yeah I think and and it's a really special time because you're. Well, what were you going to say? Actually, I think it's a little. I think the one thing that sometimes differentiates a little different is ours is pretty long. I think a lot of times mission trips are like like a couple weeks a, or something, a, a few months. Yeah, boys serve for two years. Yeah, and women serve for eighteen months, mm-hmm. so a year and a half. And so it's a decent amount of time and. Yeah. And you are in a companionship with another missionary, just you two. Yeah. And, and there's you, like rules you follow, you know, yeah. like you, you really like concentrate yourself to your, to your mission, to your work. And it's like, pros- you proselyte. It's a lot of proselyte. Right. Like you're doing a lot of outreach service. service. You're, you know, you're following a strict set of rules just in, in, in hopes to cultivate that spirit of Christ to just be with you as a representative of him. Um, yeah, just so you can dedicate just yourself. You can really dedicate to the yourself Lord and, yeah. and to the cause. And anyway, everything. so it was a really special time for us. Yeah. Um, we wrote the whole time. We did. We weren't like consistent, but we were pretty consistent. No, I'd actually say we were consistent. I, I wouldn't say we wrote as like girlfriend, boyfriend, like lovers, well, right. if guess, you will. But I guess sometimes, like when you write each other whole missions, like we wrote every single week, and it wasn't like that. We wrote because well, we like, wrote letters, letters and yeah. it takes like a two i'd say two to three months but i'd say especially yeah. once i was in england like two months yeah so, so every, Lo was in england and i was in chile so like every like four months i'd get a letter because you'd get yeah. one like in about, two months and yeah. then you'd send it back and by the time i got it yeah it was about the same yeah anyway but still that was, con- it was still, consistently yeah, no, for, for sure. the first two years and yeah. at the beginning of your mission i was like sending you packages even yeah that's that's the story i can tell about next week <laughs> yeah on my, on, from my mission um but, uh, yeah, so you served in Birmingham. Um, do you yes. want to kind of like talk about England first and then we'll get into the mission, like yeah, mission memories? Yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to need some help with this though. Like, and I just want to, can I just put a disclaimer out there that Lo is going to start ha- talking with a British accent? No, I'm not. 
she gets talking about about England, or t- especially if she talks to people with an accent, she starts like rubbing it off on herself, and she gets so embarrassed by it um, and everything. And I like teasing her about it because I'm a mean husband. But well, just because like I. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm English or that I have this perfect English accent or anything. But it's just like when you talk to people so long, you just slow, just like a child. Like if, yeah. you, like if a child learns, like you just start to use that slang yeah. or like, oh, rubbish or oh, dodgy yeah. or things like that. And so yeah, I don't say those words in my regular life. So when I start talking just, to somebody. It's just when you start like getting with someone around that are in, in Yeah, stuff. I'm like, oh, you all right? That said, in her regular daily life, when instead of saying thank you to people, she'll still say cheers a lot, which is, I think, funny and very English. But Oh, cheers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like whatever. But that, I think it's just cute. I don't think people think too much about that. Anyway, um, tell us like what what was the most like shocking thing about England? Like as in like you had an expectation and like, oh, that's not like what I expected. Okay. I like really seriously pray that no one from England listens to this podcast. <laughs> they probably will. <laughs> Okay, but this is just my perception. Yeah. And this is the biggest... Did you say, like, what thing, like, shocked me the most? Is that, yeah, was that like, the question? Like, uh, like you had an expectation, like, going... And then, like, oh, that was not what I was expected. Or, like, yeah, just whatever. Just however okay. you want to answer the question. Okay, sure. <laughs> so, this is such a weird response, but... And I know, like, I already just, like, I'm, like, rolling my eyes, like, just thinking of the people that will DM me. But I... And let me preface this with saying, I didn't go on my mission thinking people would be like obsessed with me by any means okay i was shocked to find the weirdest love hate relationship between the british and americans oh okay yeah like they love to hate them (laughs) tell them like how stupid they are how like how stupid americans are how stupid americans are brainwashed like uncultured people very extremely uneducated uh-huh. but then everybody like is obsessed with america and like wants to come here for a vacation or a holiday like to go to even like miami or florida or, or new, new york, york is like a dream like that everybody has and if they haven't if they have been there it's like all you hear about like all oh, this one time in in america like Blah, blah, blah. like oh it was so great like i loved it and you're like wow but they're so stupid or like <laughs> you <laughs> i was just like because i think generally americans are very fond of like the idea even if they might they they're probably a little bit uneducated about like the realities they just see like harry potter and are like oh my gosh i love england like yeah, yeah good day mate like, yeah well <laughs> that's probably even like australian, that's australian. <laughs> we're like hello governor oh, yeah, or like you. things like that too, yeah, i was just trying to um, and i got lost because i was trying to think of something like captain jack sparrow would say or like yeah, something yeah, yeah. anyway i was like can't think of anything but um and so like i was just shocked to like if one more person was like like can i have a drink a glass of like like at the beginning you learned but at this point you like learned to adapt the English accent. If you don't want to like, to say like a glass of like water or like water, like water, (laughs) but like, can I have a glass of water? Because, because without fail, if you're like, can I have a glass of water? You want some water? (laughs) You want, oh my, 
Oh my days, you want some like like some water? <laughs> it's like it just got so annoying, and like I know it's just their dry humor, and it's like oh, it's so funny, <laughs> but like like the first time it was like ha 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 ha, second time, hmm. third time like hoo hoo, fourth time I was like I get it, and then third it was time, like you, then after then, that you started changing, yeah, then like it the fourth water, time like water. your like comp- like companionship study is like water. Water, <laughs> water. <laughs> like, I guess. Can I get have a glass of water? Yeah. Like. Anyway. Did so you so funny. like speaking of like the dry humor that um Brits have? Do yes. you feel like you got along with it, or was it hard to understand? Um. <laughs> it wasn't as much the humor that was hard to understand. Is like I'll never forget my first Sunday, and people ask like, "You alright?" Oh my gosh! And yeah. Like, yes. Like it's like like did you experience that? You well, okay, yeah. So I went. We went back to Lowe's <laughs> mission. Our like our first year of marriage, we went back to England and visited her mission and stuff. Yeah. And so I've experienced some of this like English culture yeah. as well with her. <laughs> yeah. And that's like one thing. That, instead of saying like, "Hey, how are you?" They'll be like, They're "Like, hi, you're hey, right. Hey, you're right." And I'm like, and then you're like, "Yeah, I'm, I look I, sick." <laughs> Yeah, you're like yeah i'm good and they're like oh like and it's, it, it comes across almost like untrusting but it's yeah. just like their way of being like oh good it's like oh like like are you like are you or like so it's like you're right and like yeah i think so like yeah. i'm yeah i'm good and like like you like are you and i'm like mm-hmm. yeah i just said that like <laughs> like do i look like do i look ill like like yeah <laughs> so what like their humor like yeah it's dry but that i don't i've it's just a different type of humor. There's yeah. dry humor here in the States right. too, honestly. So like, I remember my first, mm, we're going to talk about this. I'm sure. Cause I almost just said DA and I know you're going to have a like acronym fit, but <laughs> um, I had my first dinner appointment ever with a member, like a member family and, or that's confusing with the family that was members and they were feeding us. It was in the church. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, um, being like, oh my gosh, I love your pants. And she was wearing like these really cute, like green, like they were just like fun and trendy, Kay. right? Like we're still in the era of like we wear hot pink skinny jeans and yeah. like whatever. Yeah. Um, and she's like, same as yours, yeah? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh my gosh, <sighs> pants are underwear hair. And like in our church, we have like um, sacred undergarments, like underwear, if you will. And so, like, yes, she wasn't wrong, oh, but like, okay. so the pants instead of yeah, trousers. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love you. Yeah, I, I should have said, oh my goodness, like I love your trousers. And yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness, I love your pants. And she's like, same as yours, yeah. Like so quick, and I'm like, what? Like I'm not wearing great pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then like my companions like dying laughing, and she's like, ah, she gets the joke, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Can I? Uh, can I share my one story when we were over there and we ordered the food from uh, Greg's? Oh, Is it Greg's? Yes, Greg's. We got a sausage roll from Greg's. <laughs> a sausage <laughs> roll. <laughs> my accent is terrible, guys. <laughs> but a sausage roll from Greg's. Um, which, which here's the other very thing. Good. With in, in England, they like to eat their meat like ground and cold. <laughs> it's like kind of weird. Well, a sausage roll is warm. But you can eat it cold. Yeah. Like okay, you can yeah. order it cold. Sure, sure. And get like a meat pie that's just, you eat cold with like congelated fat. I will fat. never live this that's down. kind of gross. I, and poor Jackson, I really should have helped him. I just like couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> so like I was zero Greg's support. is like a quick service place. Like, like a Starbucks, if you will. Yeah, Only like they a, do have Starbucks there. So maybe not like, like a coffee a, shop, but like, but like a quick equivalent. type. Yeah. Quick, like it's not like a sit down restaurant or anything. Right. Like maybe like a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Anyway. 
anyway again they have that there but whatever. anyway so i i went in and i was gonna i wanted to get one and you thought they were speaking a different language. This kid's accent was so thick. And then he said, like, I ordered it and I got it. And then he says, you want that way? I'm like, what are you saying? And I'm like, what? And he's like, you want take way? No. And I'm like. He say you want. What did he say? What did he say? Take way. Take way. Take way. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? And I turn to you and you're not laughing at this point. And I'm like beat red. And he's like, this guy's an idiot, stupid American. And then yeah. and he's asking if I want takeaway because instead of saying to go there, like I want my food to go, they say. Or take out. Even. Take out. They say takeaway. And so he's asking if I want my food like to go. To take away. And I had no idea what he was saying. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> and he just like his accent was just Finally, so Finally, you just, I think, said like, yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. Or maybe at that point, I eventually helped. I, just I think, think you jumped in by that point. I just point. think I, for like the first bit, it, I just like was like, couldn't stop laughing because I think for so long, um, not you weren't actually seriously making fun of me but like you would i would kind of make jokes or kind of tell you like okay like this is some of like the culture or the lingo or things and yeah. you were like oh it's fine like you'd almost like dismiss me very quickly again you were never rude or like i'm not like i'm not gonna listen to you but you were kind of like yeah yeah like half listening like got it got mm-hmm. it like it's like Eng- they're still speaking like it's english, english. yeah and and then I just think that was like one of the first moments where it was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's just funny. But what, the other thing, well, what, sorry, one more thing. But it's, I just find interesting with England is what size, what England's about the size of Utah. Is that correct? The, not just England, the UK. The UK? Yeah. I mean, it, uh, some of the edges sure are bigger, but that's what's crazy that I don't think a lot of people realize is, yeah, the, the UK, the entire UK, so all of England and Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously in Wales and stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's technically part of England, but anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, but like Scotland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too. Scotland. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, All fit within Utah, 95%. So for example, where we were at in Preston, where we started, mm-hmm. where we flew into and then went to the, like technically, I guess we flew into Manchester, but, um, is like driving from Ogden to Provo to mm-hmm. for go to there to London. And people in England, and I remember some people free, have just like, never, been never been to London. London, because it's just like too far away. Well, it's like two hours. So like expensive, or yeah. an hour and a half. Gas. Yeah, pet, petrol. <laughs> like pet, yeah, pet. Gas. <laughs> gas. Gas is so expensive. Like people just take public transport. Yeah. Everywhere and you it's just, bus it's just or different. you train. It's just very different. It just it. That's what's surprising to me. And just in the states, you're so used to like how large the states are. Yeah. And like do people just travel in between states all the time and stuff like yeah. that? But that's um, why oftentimes too, if you go to England, England, you go to Europe, you can see so many countries, countries will, yeah, because they You're are so tiny. Close. They're so close yeah. because the people that have been to London have also been to Germany, like Hungary, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah Sweden, like you name it. They've been like, they've been all over Europe because, but then it's yeah. just, it's because it, they can, but they can take a train there. What, what I was going to say was, I think is interesting is how different like people speak throughout the UK. Oh, I can almost and always And you, you're like, really good. Like, oh, I know they're part from this part, this uh-huh. region. But what's crazy, like in the in the United States, we have different like accents, like in the Southern or New York or Midwest or sure. 
California, like different accents, but like it's kind of makes sense because we're hours and hours and hours away from each other. Right. But these they're like 20, 30 minutes an hour from each other uh-huh. and they have different accents. Dialects. Dialects and like mm-hmm. different ways they speak and it's like kind of interesting and crazy. Yeah. But I think it kind of shows you, I guess maybe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but how like, like that's where they close are. Knit, they, and like they, they kind of like they mm-hmm. grow up here and they stay there. They mm-hmm. don't really like get out yeah. as much as we yeah. maybe do in the States. Yeah. And and, and just like you kind of take that with you, like Birmingham was really a unique place to serve because they call it the melting pot of England uh-huh. or the UK, honestly, because it's such like a urban central place. Like London is very more like high class, if you will, um, very business where Birmingham, there is obviously a lot of businesses too, but it's kind of like, I'm trying to think of what I would compare it to here, even in Utah. Like it's like the downtown Salt Lake, if you will, like the... This, this it's is just the melting pot of yeah yeah what is and one more like is there like favorite food or dish or like stuff that you like from england i so a custard donut from birds oh yeah in, you have me get one of those nottingham back. Uh-huh. uh-huh um but i feel like i have favorite things like that yeah or like maureen from litchfield her cooking yeah. for example like there was definitely things that stood out or like her potatoes and she would teach us how to make them or her yorkshire puddings like you name it were always the best but which pudding is just dessert like that's what they call all yeah, desserts. Well, a yorkshire pudding is like that uh rised biscuit type thing remember like yeah it's a, like a like cake-ish a, thing no it's like no? a dinner roll that's really fluffy type oh. thing Anyway, it was just like it's right? pudding isn't now pudding. Now I'm doubting myself. Pudding is like uh, what they use for like dessert, because you have another story with that too, don't you? When yeah. like when you first started your mission, that like you love like chocolate pudding, like in the United States, like like chocolate pudding, and you were yeah like one of your first dinners. Yeah. They so were pudding like, equals dessert. Yeah. Like the word dessert is pudding. Like does not exist. Yeah, like yeah. it's pudding, and so I remember like. My, another like, like yeah like m- multiple times but particularly like, kind of in those first couple weeks uh-huh. when you get fed till you get used to saying pudding they'd be like oh and like now it's time for pudding and i was like oh my gosh yay <laughs> like i love, I love chocolate it. pudding and then they like bring out this like fruitcake <laughs> and i'm like oh thank you like where's the pudding and they're like and then like, like it's like this is pudding yeah this is dessert but it's kind of what you expect there the food right of like a yeah, lot of meats and potatoes like, and yeah home like, type cooked meals and yeah meat potatoes veggies and fish and chips obviously and is huge but i just don't love you don't fish love, you so love like fish, i just never really got into that but then it was funny because like oftentimes at a fish and chip shop there'd also be like a euro type Jiro or whatever you say at shop. And oh yeah, there's a lot of Greek. Really f- you had a lot of Greek food over there. I feel like so, or just like shops types. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there's not a lot of like restaurants in England. Yeah, that's true. They're all like kind of just like small little. Mm-hmm. And then like, like a few big quick, chains. Like there's like obviously ways. like a oh, and it's McDonald's. It's not McDonald's. Uh, yeah. It's McDonald's. Anything else but, you want to say though before like we jump into more like can the you mission like, think stuff? of anything else? I don't know. I'm like. Like it's such an amazing place. It's so beautiful. It is really and beautiful, and I, it's it was fun when we went. And the thing that I so. love about England is that you have these gorgeous areas that are just like out of a movie. Like, yeah. pick, like gorgeous fields and these charming houses, and but then you have also like these big cities. And did you um when you were there? I know you're like as a missionary, not allowed to go to like a soccer or football as they call it over there, like match. 
I couldn't go to a football match, but, but in one you, of my areas, well, uh-huh. you know this, I lived in the wing of one of like the Lester players. Lester is a team home, there. Yeah. Like his home. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We always called it like the servant quarters. Right. Yeah. But like, so I was going to ask like, like, do you, like, what was that experience like? Like just experience, like was football a huge thing yes, there? Yes. And like, huge. would it deter you guys from being able to do stuff if there's a big game on or like no. think things like that? Okay. No. Um, but it was, it was really cool. In like one of my areas, somebody was like in like a, the, one of the football clubs and was like a big deal. So we got a, like a private tour of like the entire stadium, like That's the so locker cool. rooms and got to meet one of the players. So that was really cool. And then obviously we met, we lived in the little poor people version of this guy's freaking palace. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, palaces might be a bit drastic of what people are going to naturally think of, but mm-hmm. anyway, he had very nice living quarters. Yeah. You and showed when we went back, you got, we were on the outside and kind of like, we pointed it out. At uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. Cause it's gated. Looked nice. Yeah. Um, if I have more like, no, stuff. but there was a few things actually now that you say like the things that affect our work. So like Halloween there, I don't actually know. And like, maybe it, was a bit dramatized to us as missionaries um, just to protect us and keep us safe. But Uh it's like from what I understood, at least again, have not totally fact checked this, but the Halloween was like pretty dark over there. Uh Like we had to be in like four or something crazy early and like not allowed to go out and just had to like stay home and like whatever, have dinner. It's kind of like a night off if you will. Um, like I remember little things like that, but it's probably a mix of like, it's just like, there's no good of you being out. Like people aren't going to like be listening to missionaries and plus then people are probably drinking and like all this stuff. And and honestly, that might be all that it is. But as a missionary, you're like, like, you don't, you don't, you're just naive and like, don't know. But what I just thought was interesting about it was that unlike another holiday, like there could have been families that weren't celebrating it, that we could have spent like a night with the members yeah. or like had like had dinner with them or something and it was like no like yeah. you will be in your flats did, so did um a lot of, in our church uh, we don't like we we celebrate halloween i know yeah. i know a lot of other uh, some churches oh, don't like they well, think halloween yeah. is kind of like like worship like satan holiday. worship or no, like I think, witchcraft and stuff yeah. and we don't really believe that in our church and so i think it's sometimes curious like in england for or sorry in chile like then Catholics in Chile think that about Halloween, like that it's kind of like about witches and not of a good holiday. Mm. And so a lot of people in the church, like it's kind of a mix. Like there's people, people in the church. Yeah. There's people in the church like, yeah, we're going to celebrate Halloween. But then there's other members in the church that were like, what? Like this is of the devil. Like what is it? I I couldn't tell you if I'm being honest. I'm just curious. Anyway, that was a random tangent. Yeah. So, um, kind of to make maybe make a little bit of a turn here are there any like like those are like obviously really fun culture things and those are sometimes those are like my favorite to hear about just because i think yeah. they're fun yeah. um but like obviously a mission there's a lot of like really cool spiritual stories and experiences yeah. that you had are there any that like maybe come to mind like that from your time there as a missionary yeah i mean it's such a special time like you said just because it, I think it is really unique, like you said, in our church where you're there for so long and like you really do your best to truly consecrate like all of your time yeah. to really just like the Lord. And so like naturally, like, yes, I could sit here for 10 days, naughty, <laughs> keep talking and tell you so many amazing miracles we saw or experiences yeah. like left and right, like every single day. 
you know, and some big and some small, but like one that really stands out and I'm like already crying, but, um, was just, um, I remember one time we were heading to a dinner appointment and though there was one way to get to this member's house and the only way was to like, um, walk through this like one little trail and then like down this, um, street and without fail, there was this man that was always outside like a hundred. It's like almost like he knew we were going to be there, which is like so funny and bizarre, but, and he hated us (laughs) like, (laughs) like for no reason. He was just like the grumpiest old British man that like I've ever met in my entire life. And I, and I think we like maybe one time we're like trying to be friendly, but like I, I couldn't even tell you like too many details outside of like, he was just very like, um, openly and overly rude. Like even if you tried to just ignore him it'd be like, he would just yell at you. Like he'd oh, see geez. you and was just like a very rude person. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember like, I honestly don't even know. I probably was PMSing this day or like something <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, like sure. You, one might choke it up to the spirit, but I think there was also like this little bit of like fire in me where I was just like sick of it. Yeah. And, um, I remember we were like walking by, we were heading to dinner and this man, like, I don't know, just, I couldn't even tell you what he was saying, but was just like choking up some sort of something and was like, blah, blah. and I remember we, I was like, just keep walking, just keep walking. And then for whatever reason, I was like, and that's it. I've had enough, (laughs) like, like turned around and I was like, listen, buddy. Like I didn't say that, but like to that, like that was like the tone, the the extent I couldn't tell you exactly what I said, but I just remember like kind of being heated and being like, listen, you are not being nice. Like we walk by, like you've never given us, like you, you don't even know us. Like, Mm -hmm. and I, I wish I could tell you exactly what I said, but it was that idea. And then all I remember is that I ended with being like, like, just give us a chance. Like, like, let me just say like three sentences, like one sentence that, and like that you'll listen and truly listen Mm -hmm. and not be such a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> like again, I, I, it was so like one now long ago and I didn't, I just don't write down. I couldn't write down even like what I said if I wanted to. Yeah. The adrenaline of the moment. But I was just like, just give me one line where you will not be so mean and just listen. Like, let me just say one thing. Yeah. I, the, oh, yeah. That's what it was. Like, let me just say one thing. Okay. And then I remember he was like, for the first time ever, it's like, he was like, okay. Yeah. And just like went, went mute and like lo- was looking at us like just like with that smirky, like, like, try me, like, go ahead. What's your one thing? Yeah. And, and then I remember like this, like panic sets in. It was probably <laughs> only like maybe 10 or 15 seconds, but it felt like a whole minute. And I remember like looking at my companion and now like this, like missionary, like in me, like comes back in and it's like, okay, you got one line to sell them the gospel. Like yeah. you're like, like, what are you going to say? And she's like, she looks like right back at me. Like you got us into this mess. <laughs> like what, what are you going to say? And then I just remember like looking at him and like I couldn't, like, I don't know. And like, I just blurted out. Cause it's like all that came to my mind. And I just was like, you know what? 
I really miss my dad. <laughs> and then like, and then I just like felt, so, I've never felt so stupid where I'm like, <laughs> where I'm like, that's it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's my one liner. Uh-huh. Like, Hey, I really miss my dad. And, but, um, but like, it ended up being a really special moment because then this guy, he just like stayed quiet and just started like bawling. And I'm like, oh no, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but then he went on to tell us how he, like a year and a half ago, had lost his dad and he was just really sad and depressed and all the things and felt all that pain and and it turned into a really special moment where something that we believe in our church is in this great plan of happiness and that we have the opportunity to live and see and be with our loved ones again um, with God in heaven and and it's all like made possible through our Savior Jesus Christ and then we were able to bear our testimonies of those like truths to him and that he would that like it was okay that he missed his dad but that like his dad was so aware of him mm-hmm and even more so aware of him was like his savior jesus christ and just to just, just again like bear testimonies and um he ended up being baptized and that was just something so so special because i don't know it just ended up being very powerful and especially coming from just the place of like where it started. It's almost yeah. comical. No, that's, but, that's awesome. It's cool. And, like change the heart. Yeah. And like looking back to maybe realize, you know what? Maybe that was like inspired after all. And that what that was the one liner he needed, you mm-hmm. know, like, but anyway, so that was like very special. And then to like, obviously go on and see him be baptized, which as a missionary is oftentimes like some of like the greatest things you can experience. Yeah. Right. Because like, that's what you're there to do is to invite, we believe that baptism is like part of that process in coming into Christ. And so anyway, so that was like a really special, um, like really sacred experience. And, and there's honestly so many others, but I love my mission. Um, something too, that I just like on a personal note, feel like was really sacred and too for me was to also I think as a missionary it's really easy to think of those experiences where you helped other people Mm -hmm. but there's just as many where like I feel like I was strengthened and like I was comforted and my testimony was able to grow because yes missions are like so incredible but they're also incredibly hard at times and nowadays even it's different you know people can like call home but when you and I both served, we could Zoom or Skype. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Skype. Yeah. Um, twice a year. Twice a year. Once on Christmas and the other on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And they did those two holidays because, I mean, naturally. And then they also happened to be just about six months apart. So 
twice a year biannually. <laughs> and then we just emailed once and a week. And then we just emailed. So, um, and you know, and some people were strict. I didn't have a super strict mission where I remember talking for a good hour, hour and a half, a couple times, but, um, like some people like, you know, only get 30 minutes or. Yeah. Mine was kind of. Yeah. Strict. So, so like that's kind of intense, you know, like not seeing your family or being able to really speak to them outside of written words. Mm -hmm. But like, I just remember there were so many times where I like, like felt my savior, like so, so close physically. And that was a really special feeling. Like, I remember I had a lot of medical issues on my mission and like when, one time I had to have like an emergency surgery because I had like a really bad cyst that ruptured. And at the same time, like my appendix was close to rupturing. I had like appendicitis. And I, I, I'll just like read what I wrote in my journal. But um, right before I, I, I wrote, right before I went into surgery this morning, I started to get really worked up again, really scared. I closed my eyes and I said a prayer. Midway, I thought the doctor had come in ready to grab me to go in. And he said, Lauren. I looked up, but no one was around. So still nervous, I closed my eyes and I went to finish my prayer. When I heard again, Lauren, no doctor though. Overwhelming and very quickly recognized the voice and heard again, Lauren, I'm right here. I love you. I then physically felt as though someone grabbed my hand. I felt that warmth and embrace until I came out of surgery. And it was just like the almost... The most overwhelming feeling and comfort. I hate hospitals. I hate needles. I'm just a big baby. But my mom's always been there and held my hand. So feeling that kind of comfort being so far away from my mom was amazing. And I just remember that moment feeling like, I don't know. And I, I don't know. I'm just like looking over at you now and I'm like, you know what a big baby I am. <laughs> so like, I just have always been like really extra needy in hospitals. I just, I don't like them and being like completely alone. Like my companion wasn't with me. Like I just, no one really was there yeah. with me. I was completely alone. And like, you can just picture me like getting all needled up and like <laughs> all the things and just like by myself. Like I wasn't really in the best place and i just remember like like having that and feeling that and like i really truly believe it was like my savior or just like angels you know mm -hmm. and like moments like that are just as special on your mission because like i just you just really remember and realize like you really are here like doing in what i believe my savior's work and yeah. i like just you really truly feel those like angels round about you mm-hmm like I remember another time, similar time frame where I'm just again in a hospital. It was post-surgery and I started to like go down um, south really quick. Like I had to like stay there longer and um, which also hospitals there are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're put up in some ward that... Like, they're so overbooked. Like, you, you're not even... You're, like, in some weird ward. And, well, so like, a ward being, like, a wing. Like a... Yeah, like a psych ward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, like one time I... 
was like in there for i couldn't even tell you you're just like in weird places and people are like screaming moaning because it's the only way you get attention and that is and you're not... kind of all in a big room yes like just like like like, like looking around <laughs> like at each other it's the weirdest thing and then anyway just complete rubbish um <laughs> and but like finally like once i was admitted i like wasn't into like a room but like you're separated by a curtain oh yeah so not um, much better yeah so but, it is, but at least you had to look at them <laughs> and um i i just remember like going the whole night again just being like completely by myself and for the first time like like i feel like it's easy for like the first few hours to kind of be like oh it's okay like a, yeah blah 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 and like you kind of like pep talk yourself through it you know yeah and I remember starting to feel by the end, just like guilty, alone, afraid, like all the feelings. Yeah. But like even just guilty, like, like wanting to be out there doing like the type of service and work that I love, not like sitting in a hospital, hospital bed. And I just remember like being kind of so sad and in this almost like depressive state and place. And I remember like I kept trying to, I kept looking at this blue chair that was sitting in the room and it honestly was like depressing to look at because it was just like a reminder that I was like alone in there. Like Mm -hmm. no one was sitting in that chair. And I remember like being so sad, like that chair making me so sad and, and then like trying other ways to like turn around and like find ways to like almost avoid looking at it. But Mm -hmm. just with like, my surgery and the way things were like the only way I could be like comfortable lying down was in that one position and just staring for at staring at that chair. And of course I didn't tell anyone that, you know, like, and something else that's really like beautiful in our, um, in our faith is that we believe that we have God's power here on earth. And it's, we call it the priesthood. And that is, um, power that, priesthood holders men are able to hold and bear and carry if you will and use that sacred power to bless other people and so i remember the next day asking for a priesthood blessing and and so i remember my district leader came over with his companion to the hospital district leader is like a uh, missionary oh yeah thank you just like another fellow missionary but he's He's kind of like over been given like a leadership role just to help yeah a district meaning like our little small geographical area of missionaries for for things like this for support for um like whatever and so i remember he like came over to the hospital visiting hours were like between a certain like few hours so it was the time he could come and and again like i did not tell a soul like what i was feeling i just was like he just obviously like you want like like a blessing like sure like let me give you one and i remember he was giving me a blessing and he just like reassured me that like the lord is with me Mm -hmm. and i remember like very specifically in his blessing he said like God wants you to know that like you are not alone like you are here like the Lord is with you he's right there in that blue chair mm-hmm. and I just remember hearing that and just being like like there's no way he could have known that yeah like there's no way and I just thought it was such a beautiful testament to me that God's power truly is real 
and like with not only with us like for him to have been inspired to share that with me but but just also for like me to feel that you know and just yeah. constantly be reassured and reminded that as hard as it is and as hard as the days are or no matter what i'm feeling that like the lord truly was with me and so obviously that's a special time in my life and like again could talk like like the more i'm even like thinking of these stories i'm like oh i have another one oh i have another one but mm-hmm. like obviously like some of them are like really personal and sacred like i wouldn't want to share this publicly but also it's just like we don't have that much time (laughs) or i've just told you and now i'm like like whatever no you're fine i think those are those are great stories i know like i think those i've heard those stories before but i still love hearing them and i love hearing them from from you and i think they're like special stories so thank you for sharing yeah is there anything else you would like to share about like mission in general or just what do you miss most about england or being a missionary or like i this is gonna sound so cheesy but like i really do miss the people sometimes like you get so close to members and just people you meet in general and like it's like sometimes i'm really envious of people who serve stateside yeah because it's significantly easier to go visit to go visit yeah but it's a lot harder to because either i'm going by myself but like i just don't even want like, i mean i would like if something yeah, were I to get, happen like yeah. i would obviously like want to be there but if i'm going to go to england like i want to be there with you like i want to be there with, i want i the want kids. them to meet my kids yeah. like in but flying five people across the pond, just not across the pond. It's, it's expensive. It's anyway. Yeah. So, and, and even just like getting like living there, like things are small there. Like, yeah. ho- like houses are tiny. Hotels are tiny. Cars. Like c- everything is like, yeah. we would be spending so much money just getting around. Like our kids aren't going to walk. So we would right need now. like, like a big old car yeah. and, but you just miss the people. Like, yeah, like, oh, people, like, like, oh, I don't want to say names, obviously, you know. but there, there's, like, definitely, like, a few families that will forever be, like, my second parents and my, like, I just love them yeah, so no, much. And so, like, I definitely miss that. Um, Sometimes I really miss, like, just, like, life as a missionary, even. It was just, it was just it so simple yeah. and so easy. Not and, like, about. and even just, like, my companions. Like I loved so many of my companions. Mm -hmm. I mean, I loved them all, but like, you know what I mean? (laughs) But like, there's definitely a few that you get extra close to. And, and it's almost like sad where it's like, yes, you can stay in touch. And some of them obviously I still talk to regularly, but your lives just evolve and you change. And like, not only do you like literally change as a person sometimes, all the time hopefully but like someone i was really close to my mission she trained me like she just became one of my best friends and and still is like she always will be but and like saying this now i'm like oh my gosh i need to text her but she lives in a different state yeah like across the and country, yeah like, yeah exactly so it's not like i can just like sorry like you just yeah. miss those relationships yeah and, like, and just and like that and it really is such was. a special time yeah. you know and like obviously there's so many funny cute stories and yeah well i love i it was really cool going back to your mission and um, how many, how long ago was that? Five years ago? Four. Four years ago that we went back? Um, and it's just, it was cool. It was in 2018. Mm, yeah. So, so almost, almost five, five years. Wow. Five years. So anyway, I just, it was just cool to go back and like see your love for the 
not only people but for england and yeah. and experience it and get to get to meet some of those people and yeah and i don't know it's england's a cool place and it is and this, i know i you know i've obviously heard a lot of your stories and i think it's been good yeah anyway and the people yeah they're just so fun too yeah well thank you my dear lo for sharing that i don't know how to end this but it's okay well we can end, we can just jump right into what's on our shelf oh yes um you go first because i didn't feel like awkward going with mine right after all that <laughs> okay so you go first. okay so i kind of have two things okay because i wrote down something actually early in the week okay. but then something else happened and i like i feel like i have to give them both credit okay okay so my first thing on my shelf is a song and song. yeah what and song it's a song it? by julia cole and charles Eston Easton. I don't know how to say his name because in all his name to me is Deacon Claiborne. You're in your country era right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I called you out the, like a few weeks ago that you don't actually like that much country music. And now it's like you're on a mission to like, like, no, no, more. I just, anyway, but I heard this song and it came out last year actually, but I just heard it. And, and I just, again, I know it's not his name, but we watched Nashville I love his voice. Anyway, wait, pause. This is actually a good part. Oh, anyway, I like that song. I never, I've never heard that. What is, what's, what is it? It's called the worst day. The worst. It's just called worst day. Mm -hmm. Anyway, and it's, it's cute. It's like the best day alone can't be the worst day with yeah. you. That's cute. I like. But that. and I love his voice. It's like raspy and like he sexy, a, but like he sounds good on that. Yeah. Anyway, because sometimes in like Nashville, but that's also his show, character. He's like this like, drunk, he's, like. Okay. But he sounds really good in that. Yeah. Anyway, and then Morgan Wallen's new album came is, out. Is your second one? Yeah, that was thing? my next thing. And I don't love all of it. Like some of it's a little much for me, but there's like a good handful of yeah, songs you that you I like. Me some of the songs. But he dropped like there's like 36 albums or 36 That's songs crazy. in an album. Yeah, so kind of crazy. Kind of like narrow it down, huh? Yeah. Anyway, and I just think I'm on a Morgan Wallen kick like every other white girl in the country. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's true. Like, but, I don't know. There's just something about it that's like I haven't gotten into it. But I like I need. I just want. I need to listen to some of his stuff. Yeah. But, so he uh, dropped an album, obviously, and okay, so that's cool. kind of. And that just was just literally like two days ago, I think. Mm. And so oh, I've kind of been listening to it, but nice. But yeah. Oh, oh, I have one more actually. Oh wow! Sorry, three I just, things like, on your it's shelf. A big week for me on my shelf. Outer Banks shelf. season three is out. Oh yeah. And so I've started watching that and I'm trying to like slow down. Do you like it? I love it oh, you because do? I want you to you watch to... it with me, but then you're just in real you're not going to catch up and I can't wait that long. And so I will resume watching it when you go back to work. Yeah. I, I decided it was probably too late. I should have done it sooner, but I decided I'm like, I'd never seen any of the outer banks shows and like or episodes, seasons. And so I was like, Oh, I've always heard people like it and I know you like it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I should like try it. And um, I've only seen like the first two episodes or something and it's pretty yeah. good. 
I think I need to get into it more, but I think it's good. Yeah. But you like this season so far? Yeah, it's starting to take a turn I didn't expect. And I've heard I'm really starting to season. hate a character, uh-huh. like bad. Yeah. I'm not going to say who. And But again, I'm only on like episode three and I haven't even finished episode three. Mm. So I feel like I'll have a final opinion, which I can share once I've like yeah. completed it. But as of in this moment, I'm really enjoying it. But again, there's a character that I'm very, very strongly starting to dislike. Interesting. And like the progression of what's happening because of it. So I think it'll be very interesting to see what transpires Mm. because he's definitely playing a huge role. Kelsey Ballerini, who we talked about just divorcing is dating the main character in outer banks, chase something Stokes Stokes. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of fun, but um, John B on my shelf is something kind of a little like sad. Actually a lot of sad. Um, are the Murdaugh trial, is the Murdaugh trial, have you heard about, uh, followed this or anything at all, uh, Alex Murdaugh? Oh, it, did he kill someone? Yeah, so he's a... Oh, he like killed his North wife Carolina? and his son or something? Where is it? Somewhere out there, I is think. Is that what it is? Yeah. So I've seen it, like like he, something that he was like found guilty or something. Yeah. Or I've seen people sharing it, but I don't actually know anything about yeah. it. Yeah, so he just was found guilty uh, like this past week and then just got sentenced to life in prison. Um, for it, but um, there's actually I watched a net. How I kind of got into it from a Netflix documentary that just came out a couple of weeks ago, or even a week ago. I don't know. Very recently, um, like the Murdoch Files or something. Um, and it's just three episodes, and it's just kind of it's actually interesting. And what's interesting about this is it's not like sometimes those like I've kind of like I used to kind of be into a lot of those like mystery or like murder shows, just like because I found it. I don't know, just because crime stuff but after a while it's kind of got like uh, like too much yeah i don't even um, like ugh, but this stuff this one is not that like crazy like it's not like a psychopath it's not like a psycho killer it's not like any like like bundy or anything like crazy i mean it's, he's, he's a psychopath i guess because like what yeah. happened but like you know what i'm saying it's not like yeah gory and anyway it's just i just remember it's interesting because i remember back in I think it's 2019 or so, around then the story came out um, about these teens in, I don't can't remember now, now I'm talking about it, where they're from. I think it's North or South Carolina. I could be wrong. Um, but about these teens that got in a big boat accident um, and like they, the guy was driving the boat drunk, just a teenager um, with six like of his friends on the boat. They, he, they crashed into a, like a bridge and end up killing like one of the girls, like like one of the girls got ejected from the boat and they couldn't find oh her for like gosh. weeks and like ended up finding her. And this is a big like nation, national story. And I remember the story coming out. And being like a big deal. And being a big deal. But then it just kind of fizzled out like all the stories do. Okay. Um, But then it's just been interesting to like kind of like follow this behind. And the kid that like was driving the boat and was, was really drunk was this kid named Paul Murdaugh. Um, mm-hmm. Murdoch, I don't know, they all pronounce it so weird because it's in the South and they have these like, accents, but, yeah. um, was this Paul kid is, and, um, when, that, when that happened and he's the son of this huge, of Alex Murdoch, who's like this big, huge, like lawyer and like in this small town in South Carolina that just like basically runs the town. Yeah. And it's just all like the Murdoch family is this big family name and they just sure. have a lot of money, okay. um, in this town. And 
so anyway there's just like a lot and so the 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 netflix series talks a lot about that and like and dealing with that and how and then it starts bringing up these other like murders that happened like a few years earlier and then one time like they had a he does what what this this guy this dad does well he hasn't been like convicted for any of those but they just have brought up like these other weird murders that happened in the town right but he just brought them up like when and where no, the documentary did. Oh, the, the documentary. Okay, sorry. I thought you were saying he did. No, the documentary brought up these other okay. murders of that, and then another like when their like caregiver at their house like died at the kind Murdoch's of, house at the Murdoch's house died unexpectedly like one time, like Weird. had like fallen down the stairs outside and then like ended up dying. Okay. Um, but then what was like weird was the Murdoch's. He said. Like, oh, like he felt bad for her family, like that they passed away. And he's like, I'm going to like sue myself, like for, I don't know, like whatever. Basically, I'm going to make it so you guys can get like millions of dollars for her death, like to, for her family. Like, trying to do this nice thing and they never saw a penny of it. But like that f- did get filed and that money did get like, basically he got money from that and stuff. There's just been like all these like weird things. And then weird. that boating thing happened with his son and and then back in 2022 I want to say one night in the summer um like he calls the police and yells the like that no Alex Murdoch the dad okay. calls the police and is like and it's like my wife and son are like are shot dead in the field like in the, on our property and it's a humongous property that they own and the police come out and stuff and they're trying to investigate it and everything Anyway, long story short, if you're really interested in it, you can like. But he was the it. one that killed them. He's now he was found guilty for killing his wife and his <gasps> and his son Paul, who was driving that boat. And it's just been an interesting but case. Then he called the police on it. Yeah, like to try did... to look like he wasn't like he would stumbled upon them and been like, I found like I don't know who did it and everything. Ew. But the thing was like, what? Why it's such a big deal is because. Just who he was in the city. Like, he was mm-hmm. probably one of those powerful men. And he, he knew, like, the sheriff really well. And, like, kind of had it his hands in, like, all the different things of the city. And it's just kind of interesting because you hear those things like movies. Like, these, like, big, yeah. powerful, like, families or whatever. And so to see it, like, in, like, real life is just kind of crazy. And um, I've just been following, like, one Instagram account in particular that's kind of been following it. And... she's like talked to some people that like live in that area and they're like it's kind of like it's like it's crazy but honestly this like it's about time this family's done like so much bad things like in the community like they need to be taken down at this point and so anyway that That makes me sick it's just sad and it's just sad that like money brings you power and then power makes you like like psycho psycho and all this stuff and it's just been an interesting trial that i've been just been following and i'm glad he got he's definitely guilty and i'm glad he yeah is has to deal with those consequences of that but anyway i just been following that and I, that's a, maybe a sad way to end the episode that was such a good uplifting powerful episode yeah because you know all i'm thinking about right now it will like force myself to think about right now yeah. like to like get over what you're telling me is i'm i have my preach my gospel out which is like a handbook and um a guide is what they call it to missionary service uh-huh. and you're just like reading through it well, i'm so. just like flipping pages because like because <laughs> this is like the most like egotistical prideful thing in the world but like it's fine it's like 100 percent who i was um every zone conference which a zone conference is a time that like 
I don't just know, a, big a few times a year, you'd have a, every missionary, yeah. like in a certain area, which was usually a lot, a large geographical zone would get together and meet. And we have like a mission president who was like a leader who like oversaw our work in that area that we served. Yeah. And, um, it was really fun. One, a fun way to like help. He, like he was really passionate about us, like knowing preach my gospel inside mm-hmm. and out. And so every zone conference, we would have this like trivia and it was like, who knows, preach my gospel best. Like essentially. where can you find this like information yeah. or, or like, I'm going to read a sentence and when you have the page number, like stand up <laughs> and tell me what like page number it's on or like, Oh, I want you to, Oh, you need to have it like open, like pointing to it. Uh-huh. Without fail, I won every time. Wow, look at you. I just was like, I i mean, you can tell. Like this thing, like I... This is marked up and like and been through the ringer. Yeah. But it was just, so I'm just like thumbing through it and I'm just like laughing because I'm like, I could, I don't know if I could do it anymore. I think I still know it honestly pretty dang good. Like I yeah. could quote it realistically like a lot of this. But like, like you literally could find a sentence in here. That's pretty impressive. And like within, and there was always a timer. It was like a 10 second timer. Yeah. Within 10 seconds, like I it. could find that page and be like, this is where that's at. That's crazy. I'm so kind it's, of it's kind of like funny and weird. And I'm like, <laughs> not, it's not creepy. not creepy. That's the wrong word. It's, it's like, dedicated. Okay. <laughs> it is like competitive. It's like what it yeah, is. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's a better note to end anyway, this episode yeah. on. So um, come at me just with your, just, <laughs> just kidding, with your PMG questions. But I never did end up talking about the acronyms, but anyway, let's go. Should we end this? Lowe's mission had too many acronyms. That's the story. Yep. All right. <laughs> like, follow, subscribe, all the things, whatever. That's yeah. YouTube. Thanks for listening to this episode. I'm excited yes. to next episode talk about you. Chili. I want to talk about you. I want to talk about you. I want to talk about oh. number one. Oh, mommy. Yeah, what I think, what I like, what you like, what you know, what that, you see. Thank you for listening. <laughs>